0: Hey friend, video is huge these days, it's being pushed by all of the algorithms on all of the social media platforms. If you're wanting to know about video and how you can use it as part of your income machine, this show is for you. Or if you want to know the best way to incorporate video with your podcast. In this episode, I'm chatting with my friend, mentor and client, Tina Harris. She's best known as Lala from Lala's Big Live Band, a hugely popular children's band in Australia. I have learnt so much about video, video creation, and how YouTube works from Tina and her husband, Mark, aka Buzz the Band Leader, in Lala's Big Live Band. So stick around, there is so much gold in today's episode. Welcome to Magnetic Pod. If you are looking to attract your soul clients while doing the work you love, this show is for you. Hi, I'm Olivia D'Souza. I'm a podcast manager and content repurposing specialist. The Magnetic Pod Show is about attracting your sole pod of clients through podcasting. It will also include things that can be applied to other areas of your marketing strategy too. Hit subscribe to join me in calling in the people we are here to help. Let's make a massive impact. I am here and I'm. Hey friend, welcome to episode 20, the first episode of season two. I have so many great people lined up to learn from this season. So as well as showing you how to generate leads and get your message out to the world through podcasting, which of course I love, I'm now also going to include other lead generation and business boosting tips in this podcast. So I'm so excited to share with you. Hit subscribe so you don't miss a thing. And remember, if you have or you're thinking about starting a podcast, head over to my website, livymusicmedia.com forward slash freebies. I have loads of free resources that will really, really help you get started. The link's in my show notes. Now, here's your show. Welcome, Tina. Thanks, Livvy. It's very exciting to be here. Great to have you here. Welcome to Magnetic Pod. So I'll introduce you. Uh, Tina is best known as Lala from the well-known Australian children's band, Lala's Big Live Band, and they have a very popular TV show on ABC Kids and they've been on Nickelodeon and they're also known around the world now largely due to the incredible YouTube channel, which has 359,000 subscribers and 343 million video views holy moly <laughs> and in recent years Tina and her husband Mark have created a program called courage on camera where they teach and mentor entrepreneurs uh, and I am one of them <laughs> on how to create and use video to grow their business and revenue and create the life they dream of <laughs> and for disclosure I I have known Tina Also, it's name dropping, but I like to do that. I have known Tina since I think 2018. Uh, At that stage, I I was a children's entertainer and I was also looking to do some more VA work. So I thought to myself, who would be my absolute dream client? Who would I love to work for? And I reached out to you. Uh when you were doing the Stripy Sock Club online crowdfunding actually maybe that's a good story. Do you want to talk about
1: crowdfunding? Sure, sure. But I mean I think that was it was one of the nicest messages that I've ever received that so you you were and you were really great because you you kind of went into the why you wanted to work with us. Um, and you know, it was a great introduction to you and you were like, my name's Livy. You know, I've got, I've got a little one. I, you know, I love the work that you do and I really want to work with you. These are my skill sets. How can I help you? And at the time it was just perfect because I needed some help. And I think sometimes we don't take risks in our business when there's something that we really want to do or someone we really want to work with. Today, you can just reach out on Instagram or Facebook and send them a direct message and actually speak to the person you want to speak to. And I think it's an opportunity that as business owners, we should really take advantage of more. I know, it's so easy
0: to connect these days. So the only barrier is in your mind. There's, there's nothing to lose from asking, especially if you're going to offer. What I did was offer, I think, three or four hours of free VA work and you were doing the crowdfunding for, which is just incredible you had to how much money did you have to try and raise yourself and you did it oh, for crowdfunding.
1: It was, look, it was a funny thing look I think I'm I'm a big believer in following the upward shift and listening to what the universe is putting in your path and at the time we were about to make the Stripey Sock Club online and It was really early on stages, and I'd I'd had that thing where I'd had a number of meetings with the national broadcaster. They were interested, but it was difficult at that time to get them to commit to the project, and we had some funding from the ACTF, the Australian Children's Television Foundation, so we'd had enough to kind of put the initial concept Bible or pitch document together, but we, we knew that we were going to have a gap in funding. Of about $300,000. Like I think the total budget we needed to raise about 750k was pretty close to a million dollars by the end of the the whole production, but we had a gap of about 300k that we needed to fill. And so my idea was to go out and run this whopper of a crowdfunding campaign and I kind of did the math on it, you know, if we have so many Lala La fans, I've got this many people on my database, then I should be able to go and raise 300k and having I'd run a little crowdfunding campaign years before and we'd raise like $10,000, but I'd never done anything of this magnitude. And I didn't at the time, this is so me, I always jump in before I actually understand things properly. I didn't understand the amount of work you're meant to do in preparation before a crowdfunding campaign. And what happened was we hit a target of $103,000, which was actually amazing. Like that was just so epic, so great. It was the right number to pique the interest of both Screen Australia, who then gave us funding, and also the ABC, who came on board and acquired the program. But it didn't reach the 300K goal. But what we found out later was if we had raised the 300K the ABC wouldn't have been able to buy the show because it would we would have raised too much money from an external party. It did, wouldn't have met the, the rules of the charter. And so in a way at the time I was disappointed, like I was excited, but disappointed, but it actually, it was the right thing for us at that time. And then I had to go and find another lateral solution, which ended up being better in the long run. So yeah, it was, it was a really interesting campaign to run. And something that I wouldn't advise people get into (laughs) but it did did actually come together with a great result and I think it built a real sense of community and it really engaged our audience in helping us create that show.
0: Wow you're certainly a very good person for having uh, big hairy goals.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah look I think sometimes having that that big hairy goal is a blessing and a curse and i you know like i said i do often jump in i i follow the passion i follow the the drive forward and i don't think about all the little obstacles in between <laughs> And maybe that's a good thing because if I knew all the hard stuff, then maybe I wouldn't do it. So <laughs> you not have analysis paralysis. You just get yeah, in there right. and figure
0: it out. Exactly. <laughs> so it's a good time to reach out to you at the time because you were like, I've got all these people and I need help with the messaging. Uh, all right. So lately you've been doing teaching around video making with your courage on camera, mastermind and succeed programs. So what made you decide to head in that direction?
1: Well, two things. One one in particular is that people always come to me and ask for help and advice. And, you know, a week wouldn't go by where I'd get an email or a phone call from someone saying, hey, could, would you mind just having a quick look at what I'm doing in my business or in the online space because, um, you know, I love what you've done with Lala and I love the messaging and, and the videos you're creating and I just really need a help with my YouTube channel or I really need help with this or I really need help with that. And it was actually starting to take up quite a bit of time and take me out of my own business. And um, I was actually talking to Peace and Katie from um, Oz Mums and they were like, Tina, you really should be charging for this. And I'm like, yeah, I really should. So there was kind of a natural progression um, and I really like helping people. So, So that felt like a good fit at the time. The other thing is I'm getting older. <laughs> mm-hmm. I have a whopper of a birthday coming up and the joke has always been, you know, do I want to be jumping around in stripy socks in my 50s? Um, because I do think that there's there's a kind of like, there is a little bit of a time, um, it's it's unfair, it shouldn't be this way, but it is. For women, there is a bit of a, a, a time frame where um, it's not as believable that you're the, the young kind of... Um, Oh, epivescent, bubbly Lala jumping around. There is a there is a point where I think um Lala could get quite ridiculous. So I'm still I'm just in that crossover period at the moment of loving jumping around on stage and having fun with the kids, but also knowing that, you know, there is I, I need to look at what I want to do in the second stage of my life. And and that really is mentoring and helping people.
0: Although I love the idea of busting some of those <laughs> limitations that
1: we that we perceive something. that's well, i'm not has. going to go out gracefully i am going to go out kicking and screaming that's for sure but you know <laughs> i do i do actually um i fans <laughs> <band laughs> not getting any younger this is the joke at the moment is that my band actually looks older than the og wiggles already now <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> oh. but we talked about recasting and what it would be like having a different lala and a different band and you know, I just—I don't know. I think some of the magic of of the original band is that we are this group of friends who kind of decided to start something together, and we just love each other's company and hanging out. So, yeah, that's that's kind of the magic, I think.
0: It is, I guess. But then again, the Wiggles managed it, I guess, so you never know. So, do you want to describe in your own words what you share and what you teach? No, with your sure. Programs? Well,
1: I guess I I help. Solopreneurs, small businesses be seen and heard with their messaging. And usually that will come back to involving video. And video is the most powerful medium out there at the moment. I mean, everything is powered by video, Um, you know, Instagram. Uh, Facebook, even LinkedIn's now powered by video. Uh, YouTube is, is you know, the, the golden mecca of video. It is, everyone is on YouTube pretty much every day. And so I think video is such an important part of our world. And if you're not using it in your business, then you're really leaving money on the table. So it's really about helping people embrace video as a medium and having a bit of fun with it. So what are some
0: of the ways that people can use video to generate income?
1: There are so many different ways that people can use video to generate income. I think, look, the first thing is for people to realise that social media vanity metrics are a thing and that you don't want to get caught up in that. So it's great to have 10,000 followers on Instagram, 100,000 followers on Instagram if those people aren't actually coming across into your business and spending money with you, then they're not really your ideal customer. So a lot of the work that we do is really identifying that ideal avatar, looking at their pain points and seeing how you can solve their problem with your unique IP. Um, And that is a super fun thing that um, I help my clients work with. Um, And so it's really about getting that messaging and that branding right and creating offers Simple offers that your customers want to come and buy with you. Now, that might be a short online course. That might be creating content for your membership site. That might be creating videos for your YouTube channel. Whatever it is, it might be helping create things to drive people from your social media across to your mailing list. It's really about finding ways to monetize all of your brilliant ideas. Would you like to talk about YouTube? What do you think are the
0: keys to success on YouTube?
1: Wow. Okay. So, YouTube, it is a big beast and it's changing um, at the moment, which is actually a really interesting time to be in YouTube. I think for kids' creators, it's an exciting time because YouTube seems to be figuring things out. And there was a big dip in revenue about 18 months ago. That's starting to correct again. So, that's exciting. So people who are making children's videos are starting to see more return on their views and the advertising dollars that are spent on children's videos. So that's great.
0: Oh wow. Is that yeah. to do with so anyone who's into children's music as as the short version of it is there was some sort of lawsuit a few years ago wasn't it yeah, and no then problem. and 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 basically children's creators ended up paying the price of the restrictions around what's made for children. Is that So the percentage that children, is that
1: being changed? Yeah, it is changing. It's quite dramatic, the change that it's had over the last year or so. So that's very exciting. So in the kids space, it's all about trending content. It's about looking at the top tier nursery rhymes, making content that's on brand with who you are and also following the trends and feeding your channel with videos that the algorithm likes. If you're in the adult space, it's really, again, you're following trends. So looking at videos, finding your voice, creating that fan base of people who want to keep coming back to you. And again, following trends or having searchable video topics that uh, entertaining and engaging if you're making a boring video on youtube it won't do well so it's got to have some of that entertainment value something that will give you a little bit of a celebrity kick or a little bit of a boost with those videos they've got to be fun
0: they do have to be fun and they do have to be interesting to look at don't they because absolutely uh one of the, the second episode i i did was uh, i talked about youtube for podcasting in this um in this podcast, Magnetic Pod, and because I do find that sometimes as someone who helps people with podcasts, people ask, oh, I want to be everywhere and I want to put it on YouTube. And now that I've learnt, you know, through being associated with you, I've learned so much about YouTube and I know that if you just do a recording on Zencastr or Zoom or whatever and you just have two talking heads talking for 20, 30 minutes or whatever and just put it on YouTube, it's not visually
1: No, it won't do well because it's not, even though the content that you're probably talking about is really interesting to your audience, it won't do well because it's visually not stimulating to the audience. So you've got to be, um, you've got to be clever about the way you shoot it um, and where you are, make sure you've got good lighting, make sure you've got great sound and be really engaging on camera. That's really the key. But having said that, Podcasts are, and these videos that you're making um, with your podcast, are a great way to create extra material for quotes, doing little video uh, reels with quote cards over the top, chopping up little bits and pieces that you can use for audio grabs. It's a great way to actually make content that you can then repurpose in lots of different ways.
0: Oh, yes. Well, that's one of the main things. Major things I do is you get all this valuable content, I'll cut it up and turn it into reels and TikToks and Absolutely. highlights. For sure, it's a waste otherwise to miss that opportunity. Um, so, ways to monetize YouTube.
1: Oh, gosh. Um, yes, so many. Well, I mean, I think the first thing is that YouTube is the most amazing funnel. So, YouTube has its own audience, and the algorithm dishes up your video in front of new people all the time. So, people who are subscribed have clicked the little bell, they'll get a notification when you put a new video up. But the power of YouTube is actually not your subscribers, it's this new audience that YouTube's going to show your video to. So I think something that a lot of people leave, a lot of people leave this and and they really need to kind of spend a lot of time on it is when you go to the comment section below where the descriptions are, always make sure that you've got a product that you're selling or you're leading people back to a lead magnet where they can download something. You want to actually funnel people from YouTube over to your mailing list or over to a direct product that you're about to sell them. That's a really great way to to do that. There's ad revenue, but again, your channel needs to be monetized first. So make sure you've got your thousand subscribers and your watch hours up. Um, And look, you can also do affiliates from your YouTube channel. I mean, There are so many different ways that you can use youtube to start drip feeding passive video income into your business so it's a look it's a great platform great medium slightly different rules between kids and adults to do with advertising but um, it look it really does work for both wonderful actually
0: you found that it helped you this year didn't you you had you you and mark had a few things happen where you couldn't do the work that you planned to do yeah we We had a crap
1: year complete crap complete crap start to the year coming out of COVID. It's been tricky because our business used to be 90% uh, live face-to-face and then during COVID we flipped the business model so then it became 90% online. And what was really interesting was the beginning of the first six months of this year we weren't able to do any, well, yeah, it's even more than six months now, we weren't able to do any live concerts. So that meant that our video income machine, which was basically all of our passive videos that we'd set up in that kind of two-year period, had to take the workload for our business. And it was amazing to actually sit back and watch. And the the two membership platforms, the online courses that we've got, the Spotify, the YouTube, there was all enough momentum with all of them that they were able to maintain the income into the company and keep paying us a salary through that first six months. And I have to say I, I was amazed and very excited to see that it, the machine does work if it was left alone completely which we had to do take our foot off the gas for six months it still went now the great thing is we can get back into it now and the more we feed it the better it performs but just left on its own it was still working so that was that was a really exciting discovery
0: that's reassuring isn't it yeah <laughs> and it gives you all the more confidence for what it is that you're teaching I mean. That just,
1: well, I just think also it is that thing of when you have some success, it makes you believe in what you're doing more and it just, it fills up your cup. So you're, you're able to re-energize yourself. And look, we're, we're the same as our students. We have highs and lows with work. And when you're working for yourself, you have to motivate yourself. You have to try and hit your targets, stay on track and and it's tough, you know, being a solopreneur is tough. So it really is about having some wins along the way and celebrating the wins so that you can keep doing what you do. (laughs) So what is the biggest
0: problem that you find most people have that come to you?
1: I think it's a lack of knowledge. So people think that making videos is going to be hard and that the tech is hard. The tech is frustrating. The tech can be really annoying. And look, just even getting onto this podcast today, my microphone wasn't working properly and it took a little bit of tweaking to get it right. But the thing with the tech is there's always a solution. So you don't have to go and have a fancy camera and a fancy lighting rig and all the rest. You can actually do a shoot, and I did one yesterday on my iPhone. I shot in 4K in the lounge room with, you know, two ring lights, and a big sheet that I blocked off the side window to. And the videos that came out are great, that they sound good, they look good, and it's that simple. So it doesn't have to be hard. I think that's the main thing. I think the hardest thing for people is when they come to our program is they don't know where to start with the content. So that's something that we really help people work out what their genius zone is, what their unique offer is, and help them package that up. Actually that's a similar
0: thing that I find with with podcasting too. It's that initial fear and overwhelm with where to start and and the tech as well and it's once you actually face it and deal with it, everything is not as scary as as it is in your head before you've actually gone ahead and dealt with it and done the learning.
1: yeah, and practice makes perfect. people think that they'll they'll get the information and then everything's just going to flow. It actually takes a little bit of time to get your hands on the tools, to to troubleshoot a few things, to work things out. And the more you do it, the easier it gets. And it really is about getting rid of the, the fear factor. And and you do that by practicing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Get in there and do it. So before we wrap up,
0: is there anything else that you'd like to share with us that we didn't cover?
1: Um
0: if anyone's got kids, you do have a big coming up next month, I know,
1: <laughs> with Lala's big love oh, yes, That's right. So next month is our birthday month and it's Lala's birthday month and it's also my birthday month, so we're celebrating together and we're doing a special online birthday concert with Buzz and Lala and that's specifically for members of the Stripey Sock Club online. So the Stripey Sock Club online was our COVID love project and it's where we put all of the videos that we've made over the last 13 years onto one platform so it's kind of like a la la netflix and it's got a whole lot of download activities and worksheets and it's great for parents and educators who are looking for things to do with kids and it's also got all of our videos and we make a whole lot of new videos and pop them up as well but that yes the big birthday party is coming up so i'm a bit excited about that so that'll be good fun <laughs> and
0: for anyone who maybe doesn't have little toddlers but maybe wants to find out how to get better with video and how to use video to help their business
1: yeah come on say hi on um, instagram i love meeting new people and connecting with new people so it's tina la i know crazy name so t-i-n-a-l-a-h on instagram and Tinaharris.com.au on facebook wonderful
0: we will put the links in the show notes Thank you so much for joining me
1: today, Tina.
0: Thank you, Libby. Thank you. So, what were your key takeaways from today? Did it raise any questions? What would you like to know more about? Let me know. You can contact me via social media or email or join my free Facebook community, Magnetic Pod. I don't care which way you use, just reach out to me. I'd love to chat with you. And remember, you can get access to lots of free podcast resources that will help you get started or help you improve your podcast at livingmusicmedia.com forward slash freebies. Hit subscribe because I want to see you again. But for now, go forth, be the awesome person you are, live the life you want to live and have fun. You've got this. See you next time.